The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Hey, imagine riding a bicycle in circles, multiple circles. There's a 2.85-mile loop here in Charlotte that cyclists, walkers, runners, and more use called the Booty Loop. Each year for the past 20 years, this loop has also been used to raise funds for cancer research. Cancer research, cancer awareness, and cancer uh, support during a ride called the 24 Hours of Booty. It's going to be taking place next weekend, July 30th and 31st. But here on the Carolina Outdoors with Bill Barty and Wes Lawson, say howdy, Wes. Howdy, Bill. <laughs> Wes, we're going to learn about this thing called the 24 Hours of I'm Booty. I'm excited. And who puts it on the 24 Foundation, how it started. But what's it like to ride that many miles in a row on a bicycle? We're going to be bring on the VP of the 24 Foundation, Lisa Dale, to share about this a heritage event that's been taking place in Charlotte for 20 years. Lisa, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. It's my honor to be here and to share the story of 24 Foundation and our signature event, 24 Hours of Booty. Well, hey, it started with one man's ride to raise money, but now it includes thousands of participants. Not all of them are bicyclists, but give us a quick background of the 24 Hours of Booty before we find out how these people can maintain their composure on a bicycle for such a long uh, amount of time. <laughs> sure. So the event started uh, 20 years ago. We are celebrating our 20th years of 24 Hours of Booty on July 30th, 31st of this year. And as you stated, uh, a single um, person, guy, sensor looters, decided he wanted to do something unique to bring awareness uh, to the uh, cancer community, and being an avid cyclist, um, he decided to use the booty loop, which was already named the booty loop um, prior to our signature event. It's training grounds for cyclists and runners near Queen's University, and he thought no better place to do this. It's a safe, um, you know, 2.8-mile loop, and there are a lot of cyclists out there already, so I'm going to choose this route. Um, as my place to launch something for the cancer community. So he he started um, just, you know, riding as a, a lone cyclist, and he had asked other cyclists if they wanted to get involved the first year, and they were like, no, nah, we're not riding the loop for 24 hours. We'd rather watch paint dry. But he forged ahead and uh, really started um bringing attention just to the fact of who is this guy out there. It's 3 in the morning, now it's 6 in the morning, and he's still out here riding these loops. So uh, years following that, of course, he was picking up traction, and more and more people were getting on board uh, with what he um, was doing. And now 20 years later, um, we have raised over $24 million for the cancer community. We have been in multiple markets. We have um, made such a huge impact with Levine Cancer Institute, uh, Levine Children's Hospital, and several other uh, local beneficiaries. It's amazing what happens during the event. And we now have, um, pre-COVID, about 6,000 people in this space on the booty loop 
uh, in Myers Park. Um, usually it's 1,500 riders and 200 walkers, about 400 volunteers. Uh, it's just an amazing place to be uh, in the 24 hours uh, during July. Lisa, talk to us about that watching paint dry with Spencer Luters 20 years ago. I get that, but with thousands of participants now, it is nothing like that. But in regards to the route and even the title, 24 Hours of Booty, talk to us not even about the bicycle maintenance, but the human maintenance and the human support that it takes for people to to ride their bike like this and understood that many people will ride uh, their laps and then stop but you have other people that just kind of iron man and iron woman through it um, for 24 hours what does it take for them to stay healthy to stay awake and to be supported throughout that 24-hour period so being an avid cyclist myself, I certainly understand what it takes for endurance riding. And so let me first start by saying the most unique thing about our event, I think when it comes to the ride itself and being on a bike, is you can ride one lap and you're done. And you can just party and celebrate with everyone for the 24 hours. You can go home. You can come back. Uh, the same for the walkers. And then we have those that have certain goal, mileage goals that they want to hit. Um, you know, when they set that um, that goal um, prior, way prior to the event, and they work on their training as they're leading into 24 hours of booty. And as you stated, we do have some diehards that will ride 300 plus miles uh, during the 24 hours. Um, I think the course record is now 345 miles. Um, that's uh, Jim Gleason holds. He's out of Virginia, and he will be coming into the event this year. Uh, just incredible athletes. But what really has to happen, you know, to make that successful for someone that has a goal of that many miles? One is nutrition, and you, you have to know how to, to eat at certain times. And trust me, we provide so much when it comes to food and hydration and nutritional snacks. Um, it's limitless as to what you can you can partake of while you're at the event. But, you know, you've got to have your nutrition in place. And then you mentioned support. Um, one of the, the most fun things about the 24 Hours of Booty is all the cheerleading that's going on. And residents are having front yard house parties. And people come out and they set up chairs on the sidewalk and they'll cheer. And there's cowbells and, um, and people dress in costume. And to think about that for 24 hours, um, you know, there are people that are, um, they'll stay all night. They'll stay the whole 24 hours in their spot cheering. And being able to ride through that, knowing that people are cheering you on, even when you're so fatigued and I don't feel like I can do this one more loop. Um, and then we have teams that will ride with that person to kind of carry them through. Um, they draft off of, you know, of individuals on their team to help them continue forward and get that, um, you know, that mental inner voice going in a positive direction. And then you mentioned sleep. That is important. I mean, no one's going to be on the bike for 24 hours. So they time out their sleep and um, they have an alarm clock and they have someone with them that will make sure that they are you know in a place where they can close their eyes for maybe 20 minutes and then the alarm goes off and they're back up and they're on the bike again so it's it's very planned for those that are, are really going for the the big miles 
But you mentioned teams. So we do have some people who were just riding as individuals, maybe for their own internal goals, maybe for a fundraising goal. But how does the team aspect of the 24 Hours of Booty work? So we usually have anywhere from 100 to 150 teams that are out on the loop. And they start in January. Some are organic that are just friends, family, neighbors. Some are urban cyclists. Some are mountain bikers. Some are, you know, it's um, a family-friend approach. And then, of course, you have the roadies like me that ride throughout the year. And we want to do something that makes an impact in the community other than just riding together. And so um, these teams get together. They create their own jerseys. Uh, maybe it's a club bike club that has a jersey, you know, design that they wear throughout the year. Some design special jerseys that will commemorate um, a loved one or, um, you know, someone they're riding for in memory or in honor. And then they come together and they strategize how they're going to raise funds. So they may do pre-events of a car wash or a barbecue sale. Um, we've had several this year to do a um, a wine shop or brewery takeover where there's a staff behind the bar and proceeds go to the team. So they get really creative and, and ways to raise funds and bring awareness. And then they also get very competitive. And we have a leaderboard, and they will go after each other in a very healthy way with some fun heckling to, you know, really create a competition and who's going to be the top fundraiser as an individual and then as a team. And then at the event, at the opening ceremony, the teams line up by fundraising level. And that is so cool to watch them as they roll over the start-finish line. And the teams can be, you know, from a member team of five to a team of, like, Bank of America, that can be 100-plus members. And you've got teams that have raised, and individuals that have raised, over $50,000 this year. Is that right? Absolutely, yeah. We have uh, Michelle. Uh, Mighty Army uh, is a team, new team for us this year. They are already at $53,000. The team captain is Joe Vogelbacher. That is the owner of Sugar Creek Brewery. And just to give you an example of some creative fundraising ideas, he decided to do a rowing competition in the tap room and raised over $25,000 at that one event. So he is um, using his resources, connection, his business opportunities uh, to really come in strong. And trust me, these top teams that have been number one, number two, they are closely eyeing what he's doing. Well, rumor has it that some of the teams right behind Michelle's Mighty Mission are in the running. So besides the 24 hours of booty race that's going on, which is not really a race, it's a philanthropic uh, fundraiser we'll talk about where those funds go but you also have a race at and you can see it at 24 foundation that's 24foundation.org these teams because i hope i pronounce this right um amwins is right behind michelle's mighty um followed by team parsons and then after that we can plug in on this uh, the the levine cancer institute is in fourth place as a team and that's one of the benefactors, am I correct, that gets some of the money that helps with awareness and supporting of people who are being affected by cancer? Absolutely. All of our beneficiaries actually create teams. And, of course, with Levine Cancer Institute and Levine Children's Hospital being our largest local beneficiary, they are so supportive in everything we're doing. And they form um, very large teams and really advocate for us 
um, throughout their internal communications and do a lot of really fun things as, as part of their fundraising events. And yeah, like AM Team, um, these, some of these are corporate teams that you've, you've mentioned. Um, they are very, very strong and very passionate about what they are doing and very competitive. And, and AM Team um, is, uh, is a wonderful team that um, they are so supportive of their marketing director. Um, she has cancer, has been on the journey for a while, and so they rally behind behind her and their efforts. And it's, um, yeah, Parsons, they came in uh, four years ago as a rookie team, and look at where they are now. Um, it's, um, it's just amazing to see the growth. And, again, once you get there and you're in the magic sauce, I mean, you get it. It's, words can only do so much. But I also want to reiterate what you just said that it is not a race, um, it is a ride, it is a walk through an amazing experience. We um, definitely are not about speed, we're not about athleticism, we're not about the type of bike you ride. It's just all about the community coming together and we just happen to use a bike or a walking uh, event to, to raise awareness. Lisa Dale is our guest. She's the VP of the 24 Foundation. Coming on to the Carolina Outdoors with Wes Lawson and Bill Barty, the outdoor guys from Jesse Brown's, to talk about this heritage event in Charlotte, the 24 Hours of Booty, in its 20th year. Now, Lisa, last year, it still went on, but it was a virtual event. In years prior to last year, it was not just the 24 hours of booty that went on. There was a tent city. There were vendors. There were uh, there was music. The celebrants around the neighborhood uh, circumnavigating uh, Queens University and those surrounding neighborhoods at Queens Queens Road West, Queens and Providence Road. <laughs> However, that works. Tell us about this year. Um, as far as volunteers and the traffic patterns and us participating just as revelers, can we come out and be at Tent City where the vendors are? Are they going to be there? And when should we watch uh, driving our cars if we're planning transportation in that area? Okay, all great, great questions. So first of all, the Tent City that you're referencing, we call it Bootyville. And it is on the Myers Park traditional school grounds. And teams do come in, first come, first serve, finding your spot. And they set up tent and they decorate. We give awards for best decorated uh, camping spot. And they come together and just really make it super cool. So if they want to ride for a bit and then come back and rest, it's also a place where they can you know, congregate as a team and, and really rally together. It's also a place where we have our food tent which is amazing how much food um, is there for our participants. So we provide um, a Saturday night dinner, a midnight pizza party, a Saturday breakfast, a Saturday lunch, and then an afternoon awards ice cream party. So lots of food. All of our sponsors are there in the expo areas, and we have live music and just a lot going on in that space in and of itself. And then you mentioned the neighborhood. Um, the roads are Queens Road West. Hopedale and Selwyn. So that's the loop. And the roads are closed. Um, it will close on July the 30th uh, at 5 o'clock. And at that point, you will not be able to, you know, drive your car around that area. You'll have to park on side streets. We welcome people to do that and to walk over, bring your lawn chair, and come have fun. Bring your cooler, and let's 
let's sit and enjoy and, and get to know your community members. And we're all out there for the same reason, and that is to advocate and support our cancer community. So it's um, it's just it's so cool to be in that space. And like I said before, there's usually pre-COVID about 6,000 people in that space during the 24 hours. It's dubbed the Summer of Endless Hope, the 2021 24 Hours of Booty, put on with the 24 Foundation. And Lisa Dale is joining us uh, from that organization here on the Carolina Outdoors. Over those past 20 years, it's grown from just this bicycle fundraiser. What else does the 24 Foundation put on? So in January of this year, we decided to launch a new event called 24K Challenge. And that is a basically a walking event, but you can do whatever you do. We always say you do you. So if you do yoga, if you hike, if you like to mountain bike, um, wherever you might be um, and enjoying the activities that are meaningful to you, then we encourage you know all of these individuals or teams to come up with an activity that they will do in the 24 hours, and we record the miles. So this year being our first to launch the 24K Challenge, we logged the mileage from the teams, the individuals, they would turn them in. And so we definitely um, superseded the goal of 24,000 miles, and we raised almost $50,000 in that event. So, And then we have other events that will be coming up in the, the fall of this year. We have a 424 FORE24 golf tournament. Um, this will be our fourth year of having um, this event, and this is actually hosted by uh, four different teams that have come together uh, to make this a successful event. And then we will also be doing a bourbon for booty this year in the fall in November. So we round this out. The signature event is 24 hours of booty in July, but we do have things throughout the year that continue to bring in funds for the cancer community uh, and also awareness to what we're doing. And, and if I may say, please, that what our mission is about is cancer navigation and survivorship programs. It is not research. So we fully support uh, what research is doing in the cancer community. We are about the now. So when someone's diagnosed and it's, oh, heck, now what do I do? We are there to, to provide programs and navigation through insurance, through meds, through transportation. And we can get into that more when we talk about beneficiaries. But um, you know, the need is ever present and even more so through the pandemic and now as we try to move forward. So having those year round events are so important in keeping this rolling. Hey, this is going to happen next weekend, July 30 and 31. It's the 24 Hours of Booty. For more information, go to 24foundation.org. Lisa Dale, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, and have a great ride next week as well. Absolutely. Thank you. And I hope you guys will come out and at least um, bring your lawn chairs and cheer us on. We'd love to have you out there. We'll see you there in Bootyville for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on today. Take care. Off she goes. That's Lisa Dale. And off we go. But, Wes, just for a moment, we're going to come back on the other side of this thing called the Carolina Outdoors.